Local news, talk, sports, and the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5. Welcome to Bayou Sports this morning on Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240 for our Bayou Sports. And, boy, Jeff, last night it, uh, the Saints started off pretty good moving the football, and uh, then it seemed like it unraveled uh, during the second quarter as uh, Andy Dalton throws a big interception in the end zone which kind of started it off and then uh in the last two and a half to three minutes in the second quarter uh two defensive touchdowns on pick six and uh pretty much saints were had an opportunity to get back in the game but uh just ne- things just never seemed to even out and dalton didn't didn't have a bad game of course two of the interceptions were poorly thrown balls but the one was uh, Callaway uh, hit him in the hands, and it just went straight up in the air. And uh, uh, a Cardinal had it and took it the distance. Uh, two uh, defensive touchdowns, and pretty much a difference in the game. Uh, and the Saints go down uh, over in Arizona by the score of 42-34. to 34. Uh, Make it respectable, but uh, never were really in the game uh, after uh, halftime. Yeah, I was going to say after those two pick sixes, you know, I, I was doing the Lauraville game, um, was following the scores. Uh, Saints, you know, had an early lead, but I could see where Arizona was knocking on the door by the time I, I saw that score. And like you say, uh, after those two pick sixes, uh, never really did look back. Um, one of the questions I had for some folks, uh, I made it to the tavern for that fundraiser in the end of the Saints game. Uh, if they utilized Taysom Hill early, uh, obviously once they fell behind, um, they had to throw the ball uh, to get back into the game, and I didn't see much of Taysom Hill, if, if at all, uh, in the fourth quarter when I finally got uh, to see some of the game. But was he utilized early on at he, all? He was, he was, and uh, ran pretty well, did a pretty good job for the Saints uh, in that regard. Uh, uh, Taysom Hill was two for two throwing the football. Uh, he had a f- 48 yards. He had a long, though, uh, also, uh, Taysom Hill uh, also ran three times for only nine yards. He picked up a couple big first downs uh, in these fourth and one, fourth and two situations, uh, or third and two situations. Uh, you know, Andy Dalton didn't have a bad night. He was 30 out of 47 for 361 yards, four touchdowns, but three picks. And uh, in the meantime, Kamara had a decent game. Of course, once the Saints got behind by those squibs, 28 to 14 at halftime, uh, and they started throwing the football. I thought I thought Dalt would throw it 50 times, 47, along with the two Hill through that that's 49 times. So uh, to get back into the game, uh, Saints still have a tendency to drop a few balls uh, in that regard. I think Smith, along with Callaway and uh, I'm trying to think uh, uh, White maybe had dropped one, but uh, uh, Shahid also, I think, dropped one. But he had a big play. <laughs> he caught one and outraced uh, everybody into the end zone from Dalton for the Saints' first score. And uh, Some, some com- called it jaw-dropping, uh, that play. Oh, yes, and it was. And he just outran everybody. And uh, Showed he, that speed in the end around last week. That's uh, right. Yeah. That's right. And Olave uh, looks like a go-to guy right now. Kamara had uh, caught seven balls for 56 yards. Olave seven for 106. Uh, he was targeted 14 times, so uh, looks like he might be the go-to uh, receiver that uh, since uh, Thomas and uh, Landry are out. Uh, but and you wonder when you're going to get those back. Uh, the Saints' defense didn't play bad. Uh, it wasn't great uh, earlier in the game. Uh, 
the Cardinals were able to run the ball very well, and Murray would hit the edges along with, uh, I'm trying to think of the running back, that had a really uh, pretty big night, Benjamin. Uh, he had 12 carries for 92 yards. He had a long of 45 yards. He had one score uh, in that regard. Uh, and uh, Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins is back for uh, the Cardinals. He had he caught 10 balls uh, last night for 103 yards. So uh, They said Kyler Murray had been missing him. That's right. And uh, Murray was 20 out of 29 for 204 yards, a touchdown, and uh, a rating of uh, 100.4. So um, Saints – uh, I just I hope I'm not envisioning a very long year, but uh, the meat of the schedule coming up in the next uh, three to four weeks, they've got a lot of <laughs> things to consider as they uh, now uh, Las Vegas and the Ravens come to New Orleans while they, the Saints go on the road the following weeks to the, to the Steelers, the Rams, and the uh, the 49ers. Uh, of course, they play the Rams at home, but the in Tampa Bay they've got a journey. So uh, a lot to uh, work out for the Saints and uh, Coach Allen, and uh, we'll see what transpires in the next uh, four to five weeks. Two and five, boy, it's hard to shake that. You know, it's uh, Saints uh, might end up winning six, possibly seven games, if that, <laughs> you know, if they can. So uh, it's going to be a long year for the Saints, I do believe, whether they have Winston back or not. Did you catch the halftime interview with um, I Dennis? I saw Edwin? it. I didn't hear it, though. Apparently it didn't sit well, uh, Dennis Allen's halftime message to Andy Dalton, who at this point has thrown the two pick sixes. Keep doing what he's doing. I did hear that. I did hear that. <laughs> I did hear that. <laughs> keep. We need to keep doing what we're doing. Yeah, throwing pick sixes, yeah. Anyway, but uh, in other big NFL news, Jeff, the 49ers get a little richer as mm. they pick up uh, McCarthy. I mean, that, that, a trade that just uh, – Surprised me, and uh, he's twenty. He's only twenty-six years old. You think he McCaffrey would have played in the league a lot longer than that? But he's heading back home. He played at Stanford. Uh, you know, he hadn't had the great. He's got three hundred, almost four hundred yards in rushing this year. Two TDs, and one came against the Forty Niners. He's got two hundred seventy-seven yards in receiving yards and a touchdown. He's battled injuries. He's been injury prone uh, throughout his career. I think his first or second year in the league, he. When it th- without uh, injuries, but uh, he'll pair up with Debo Samuels. And enough said right there. Of course, uh, uh, I wonder where that puts uh, Elijah Mitchell, who's on the shelf right now. Well, it may be an indication that he's not uh, on track to come back anytime soon, too. Yeah, so uh, you wonder how the UL uh, uh, alum, uh, Elijah Mitchell, out of Erath, Louisiana, where, where his ties now to the uh, 49ers uh, – or will they use a two-back set, or will they uh, rotate them uh, through the quarters? Interesting. Uh, Depth is something uh, you generally like, and, yes. and you know that's what they're building, and they're playing for today, and Carolina obviously in selling mode at this point, and hopefully uh, building something for the future, but they obviously have given up on this season. Yeah, and, you know, with regards to that. Uh, four draft picks, I think. Yeah, that's yeah, right. That's... And basically I saw somewhere where, uh, you know, the Rams have mortgaged their future, you know, to try to get to some Super Bowls. Of course, it was successful last year in that endeavor. And the 49ers are feeling the same way, that uh, let's go ahead and try to keep up with the uh, Rams and – and see if we can't uh, uh, work out our future. Of course, uh, Seattle and Arizona, uh, uh, other teams in that division in the uh, a, uh, NFC West. But I, th- I think they taste a little blood in the water. Every you know the, the West, the South, uh, both divisions vulnerable. And 
you know, I, I was going to, uh, up until yesterday's game, I'd say anybody's uh, in a position in the South, but uh, I'm starting to question that thought. Obviously, Carolina and the, the Saints uh, uh, are not in that mix right now. But, you know, Atlanta, in the preseason prognostications, they rated Atlanta the worst team in the league at one time, and they're 3-3. Three and three. And again, question, you know, starting with the uh, Marietta, uh, right? As their their quarterback, and they uh, trade away Matty Ice. So again, we do have a caller on All the right. line. Perhaps someone has a thought on last night's Saints game. Hi, well, maybe not. Well, we uh, were on the air with them, but uh, they hung up. Anyway, uh, if you're looking, and and maybe they're not listening, yeah. uh, but again, birthdays, anniversaries. Wait till Lee K gets back uh, on the air, and then he'll be in a position to take those birthday requests uh, right now, though. Tony and I are alone in this spacious studio. That's right. Uh, as uh, the sun is uh, creeping through uh, uh, the, for the sunrise. So, uh, anyway, um, you know, the Rams, the 49ers, are 3-3 three and three in that division. And, that's you know, that's what's leading uh, the Saints. Parity is here, is what they say, uh, I just uh, everybody looks at the Giants and the Bills right now is uh, and the Eagles who are the only undefeated team in the league right now. And Dallas uh, uh, performing better than I thought they would. Same uh, here. uh, Considering that Dak Prescott is out, but he has confirmed he's going to start against the uh, Detroit Lions. Oh, okay. Uh, So he is coming back, and uh, we'll see how that uh, goes. But uh, other big news uh, last night, uh, Major League Baseball as the Astros beat the Yankees 3-2 to take a two games to nothing lead in the ALCS uh, and they lead the Yankees. Uh, the Yankees offense has now recorded six or fewer hits in nine straight games, the longest single season streak in franchise history. So You, you uh, wonder how they made it to Houston in the first place that's with right. those kind of numbers. And you know, The bats uh, have been cold and uh, you, certainly you can give some credit to Justin Verlander the other night. Uh, yesterday, I didn't get to see the game. I, I saw the last couple of innings. I think I saw the bottom of the eighth on, and, and that was it. The only way the Yankees scored was a was a, a bad throw, and uh, they scored a run and a sacrifice fly. But, uh, Jeff, they, they're not hitting the ball. And I really thought with their prowess with the long ball that you'd see some of these home runs scream out the ballpark. Of course, former LSU uh a uh, uh, baller, uh, 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 Bergman, gets the big three-run homer and puts the, uh, puts the Astros on top uh, to start the game. Uh, he hit that in the bottom of the third. The Yankees come back with two runs in the top of the fourth. And uh, uh, Valdez, uh, Severino, just, uh, you know, a total of 12 hits in the game. The only errors were by the Astros. And uh, not sure. Let me just uh, check that. Not sure. If those runs were unearned for uh, Houston, and uh, yeah, they were both uh, unearned. So the Yankees, uh, with the uh, errors, uh, that's how they scored. And uh, Bergman, uh, two for four last night with the big three-run bomb. And uh, uh, that pretty much the Astros aren't hitting the ball either. They did have eight hits and kind of spaced them apart. But uh, tonight we'll have um, – the uh, Phillies and the uh, the Padres going at it up in Philadelphia with another 637 first pitch tied at one apiece. Uh, should be an interesting ball game as Musgrove will be pitching for San Diego and Suarez for the uh, for the Phillies. So um, anyway, interesting game up in Citizens Bank. We'll see how that's going to come to fruition and all in that regard, Jeff. So uh, in the meantime, uh, 
college football this weekend. Uh, the Tigers take on uh, Ole Miss, while uh, UL will uh, entertain o- Arkansas State in some big games uh, tomorrow. I believe the LSU game kicks off at 2.30 on CBS, while UL, uh, I think the only way to watch it is going to be on ESPN+, Plus. I do believe. True, and, uh, of course, the big game, uh, Northern Illinois, taking on somebody. Well, even a, even a, uh, even I want to tell you even a, a bigger game for me is down in New Orleans at Yulman Stadium, where the Greenies will be facing uh, Memphis. Uh, the six and one Greenies uh, touchdown pick in that game. Uh, let's see if they can live with a little. Uh, 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 how would you say? Uh, um, will to win uh yesterday they've always they've had trouble with prosperity over the years so uh we'll see how they react to that uh in the tomorrow at 2 30 they'll be on espn2 uh, uh as the wave takes on the tigers of memphis uh, i was looking here quickly to see if uh who northern illinois opponent uh uh, will be. I'm just going through. I want to say Western Michigan, maybe the. Broncos. No, they play Ohio. Ohio, the Bobcats. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the old Bobcats, and uh, another game you can watch on ESPN Plus as uh, Northern Illinois comes in as a three-point pick. So uh, we'll see. It doesn't say much for Ohio at home. Yeah, you're right about that. Uh, the the uh, Huskies have had their issues, but you know they're averaging uh, 33 points a game. And uh, 400 yards of total offense. And they, they competed against both Vanderbilt and Kentucky they in did. back-to-back weeks. Yeah, so. Kentucky, a pretty good team this year. Uh, elsewhere, they, uh, the problem for Northern Illinois is they give up 34 points a game. Yeah. And also, they give up about right at 400 yards a game. Uh, Their so. starting quarterback came back last week uh, and, and played in a limited role, but good to see uh, Rocky Lombardo back in and hopefully uh, Lombardi. Uh, yeah, hopefully he can, uh, Guy Lombardo. Yeah, uh, Rocky. Uh, hopefully he can uh, continue to uh, have more playing time tomorrow. Well, they've had their share over the last. T- didn't they play in the Orange Bowl one? Uh, I want to oh, say one year, yeah, 10, that 12 was when years Lynch, ago. Jordan Lynch was a Heisman candidate. Okay. Uh, yeah, they uh, ran the table, uh, perfect record in the regular season. Uh, then got hammered by Florida State in the Orange Bowl. Okay. Anyway, let's go ahead and take our first break this morning. You're listening to Bayou Sports here on Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. We'll be back with more uh, Talk Low High School football when we come back. And uh, today in sports history, we'll be right back. Nowadays, none of us can be without adequate insurance coverage, but we still want to be sure we're getting the best value for the money. That's why so many people call the Schwing Insurance Agency to get a quote. The Schwing family has been handling the insurance needs of businesses and homeowners for almost 80 years. You can depend on Schwing Insurance to find the coverage you need at the best price. So before you buy a new policy or renew an existing one, call the Schwing Insurance Agency for a quote at 365-2357. Schwing Insurance, 300 East Main, across from the shadows. With more than 50 years of pain diagnosis and pain relief experience, Headache and Pain Center offers the latest in interventional pain relief techniques at two locations in Gray and here in New Iberia. Compassionate board certified physicians and the caring staff offer minimally invasive ultrasound and fluoroscopy guided procedures that diminish or eliminate pain without open surgery, opioids, or major downtime. When you're in pain, you know who to call. Headache and Pain Center, 337-560-0880, or go to answer to pain.com 
Is it time for a new roof or to repair the old one? Hi, this is Jake Blanchard with LA Classic Roofing. We're a third generation roofing contractor that has been in the business for over 70 years. As a locally owned and operated company, we're also licensed and insured for your peace of mind. We offer free estimates and a $100 referral fee for full roof replacement. Check us out on Facebook at LA Classic Roofing. And the number to call is 465-3888. LA Classic Roofing, professional roofing solutions since the 1950s. Hey guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. I am Jacob Lander, and I'm tired of seeing Louisiana fumble away good-paying jobs to our neighbors across the Sun Belt. That's why I'm running for state representative of District 49, because bringing opportunity back to Louisiana is a touchdown for all of us. As your next state representative, I will work hard to expand vocational training programs so that all of our people can have the tools to succeed. I am Jacob Landry, and I am a proven job creator. All I need is your support and your vote. Paid for by the Jacob Landry for Louisiana campaign. The Quarter Tavern is the premier spot for live music. On Sunday, no Saints game, no problem. T.K. Hewlin and Steve Adams are back 2-6. to six. Thursday, it's Southern Jack. Remember, never a cover at the Quarter Tavern. Quarter Tavern, 910 East Main across from McDonald's. Best during prices in DeBerry. Domestic beer now just $2. Imports $3 all day, every day, other than during bands and special benefits. 19 TVs has you covered for the Saints and LSU. And no bar with more outdoor seating. And don't forget, Quarter Tavern now serving fresh fruit margaritas and daiquiris. Celebrating 75 years in business, Danos has been setting the standard for generations. Become part of something bigger. Join the team. We're currently hiring for a variety of offshore positions in both our production and construction divisions. And you can apply right now at danos.com or call us at 1-833-GO-DANOS. Great jobs, great people. That's Danos. Now back to Bayou Sports on the all-new Kane 1075. Welcome back to Bayou Sports here on a big Friday, October the 21st. Uh, high school football here on Kane Radio last night. The Lorville Tigers had a tough game against the Ascension Episcopal Blue Gators. They dropped that one 24 to nothing. And, uh, Jeff, I know you broadcast a game last night. Uh, maybe a little synopsis how the game went? You know, uh, not a lot of offense early on. In fact, uh, I think the only reason uh, – Lorville had as much uh, offense in the first half as they did because uh, as time expired, a 20-yard run by Evan Simon that would have been called back normally, but it was the end of the half, and they just declined the penalty. Uh, But otherwise, they're under 100 yards uh, of offense in the first half, and pretty much the same for Ascension Episcopal. There are only seven possessions in the first half. Oh, wow. Well, technically eight, uh, but, but Lorville only had one play in that eighth drive. And it was giving up the ball on downs, uh, some movement, uh, and Ascension Episcopal, though, with that great kicker, Peyton Woodring, uh, nailed a 41-yarder in their second-to-last possession. And then they did manage uh, the one real drive they had, scored a touchdown, um, again, with four seconds left uh, in the game, uh, made it in the half, 10 to nothing, and a couple of 
again, uh, it, it almost took two uh, late in the third into the fourth before they scored again. And then at 17 to nothing, uh, things are getting kind of desperate for uh, Lowerville. Um, I, I forget how that last drive went, uh, making it 24 to nothing. But uh, the Tigers uh, just had trouble moving uh, the ball. But, you know, Coach Heron uh, at the half, uh, you know, talked about uh, it's not so much offenses sputtering, but playing some good defense. And I I would concur in large part. uh, Lowerville looked very bright on defense at times. But, again, uh, just couldn't get the offense going. And tell you what, um, Hayden Benoit, quarterback for Lowerville, uh, early in the I would say his first nine attempts, I think uh, there was only one bad pass. Uh, he had a couple of drop passes that could have kept drives going. Uh, but he was, he's finding kids, and, and I, be optimistic uh, yeah. going forward uh, with Hayden Benoit. I know. Uh, uh, listening- and, and that Dardar kid, you told me, oh, he yeah. impressed you. You know, he knew how to keep a drive alive. Not a lot of big runs, but he knew how to get those three, four yards when he really – needed them yeah and uh the 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 speedster uh mills uh i don't know if he was uh any uh how would you say um with possessions uh he's a kid he that, had one called back uh because of a holding penalty that probably didn't affect the play but uh he uh he looked pretty sharp yeah he's probably probably an estimate of my judge here but uh might have been the fastest man on the field last night uh he can motor, and he's not a really a big kid. He's probably 5'8", you know, probably 160 pounds, but uh, he moves really well, and they try to get him in one-on-one situations, and not a lot of high school cornerbacks can cover him. He'll have a chance to probably play at the next level, uh, maybe a smaller college, but he can, he can go. He can, he can move, and I've seen him on the uh, basketball court and also uh, playing baseball. He, he's a pretty good athlete. So, But uh, the Tigers uh, have a tough one, and uh, – We'll have uh, Coach uh, Martin on your sports corner tomorrow morning. And uh, also uh, he comes on on Tuesdays, I believe, at 8 o'clock. Correct. Anyway, uh, other high school football, uh, local action uh, um, for tonight, I should say. Nish travels to Como to look for to get uh, get their winning streak going. They take on the Spartans in a big game. Uh, good luck to Coach Josh Learman and his crew. CHS travels uh, to Franklin to play the Hornets in a big game for Catholic High. As uh, right now, they control their destiny towards uh, the district championship with a big game against Franklin. Uh, which team, Hornet team, will show up? A lot of talented athletes. Uh, we'll see. Westgate, uh, boy, a big game for Westgate to get going. Uh, LCA, they travel to over in Lafayette. And a big game for Coach Ryan Antoine and his crew to take on uh, LCA, which I believe has two losses, probably even three, maybe three losses this year is they got beat by four of the Turlings uh, last week, as uh, Westgate did two weeks earlier. Also, Delcom, uh, likewise, uh, they'll head to uh, West St. Mary. Uh, Art, Coach Artie Lyos uh, looking to get another win under his belt, as, uh, of course, West St. Mary's had their issues this year. Uh, they uh, Delcom um, just have to play good, tough football and come out with a W. Elsewhere, uh, St. Martinville hosts Kaplan in another big game. Of course, uh, give a shout-out to Coach Brody over at Kaplan. Uh, uh, taking on the St. Martinville Tigers. Uh, St. Martinville is having a pretty good year right now. They're kind of hidden, you know. Uh, we don't talk about them much, but they're having a pretty good year uh, mm-hmm. and have a chance to win their district too. So uh, high school football on top tonight uh, here around the area. So, uh, of course, you'll be over at uh, Highland, and the Bears take on 
the uh, Generette Tigers in a big ball game, a big district game for uh, Highland Bears and Generette, who started out real well, but kind of hit some bumps in the roads so last year. Similar few weeks. to Highland. Yep, sure have. So it should be an interesting contest. Uh, uh, I'm, uh, do you think uh, both teams kind of equal in that regard? Or uh, You know, um, I probably would give an edge to Generette as far as speed is concerned, and uh, they're key players uh, probably a little more healthy than okay. uh, the Highland Baptist Bears. Uh, at the start of the season, I would have leaned toward Highland on this one. I think Generette uh, has the edge on this. But at Highland, uh, I, we're, we're hoping for a competitive game. Sure. may not be the two best teams uh, in the area, but hopefully a competitive game. Yeah, both teams looking to get back on the winning tree, yeah. uh, track. So uh, we'll see how that uh, goes in that situation. Meanwhile, uh, anyway, I don't know if you have any additional headlines here, Jeff, before I take off today in sports history, October the 21st. Did uh, you see Brian Kelly's comments about instant replay? I didn't. Of all the things that he seems concerned about that is ruining the game, Mm -hmm. he thinks it's instant replay. Really? Not the portal, not uh, the NIL, (laughs) but he's concerned about instant replay. And you know, sometimes uh, you, you, we see it on TV and we're like, well, it's obvious uh, that was the right caller or that was the wrong call. Why, is it, why does it take them five minutes when we see it right away? They're seeing the same stuff we are. But, you know, overall, uh, if they get it right uh, on key plays, uh, I'm yeah. okay with instant replay, just not pitching. Uh, I am too with instant replay, but... They need to speed it up a little yeah, bit. And and so often it's obvious. There are times where it's tough to tell, but then you say it's inconclusive. That's right. And move on. Let's go. You're right. I agree with that. Anyway, today in sports history, October the 21st, in 1964, the Braves asked the National League to allow them to leave Milwaukee for Atlanta after only 12 years. And uh, they were the, one of the first teams to draw. Two million. That's right, back in the mid-50s. And they won two National League pennants during that time and won a World Series against the Yanks in 57 and lost it in 58 to the Yanks. So uh, just that quickly. And uh, Milwaukee was kind of a growing city, and the suburbs really supported the Braves back in that day. And the only player to play in Boston with the Boston Braves when they left Boston to move to Milwaukee and from Milwaukee to Atlanta was one uh, Brave that played in all three cities. And Eddie Matthews, the third baseman for the uh, Braves back in the day, played in all three cities. 512 home runs. That's right. uh, And I only know that because he and Ernie Banks – Tied. Both had 512. <laughs> uh, that's the, the main reason. But, you know, County Stadium was such a fun place to go. Um, I saw a lot of Milwaukee Brewer games there. And it was a great stadium. Uh, it Like many of the older stadiums, um, you know, the upper deck was supported by beams. And sometimes you had a seat uh, and you got to stare through a beam. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, it was really a quality ballpark. Uh, Eddie Matthews, like I said, the only player uh, to – and also his distinction – he was the first person on the cover of Sports Illustrated when they initiated back in 53, 54. Eddie Matthews. Uh, anyway, only man to do that. 1973 on this date, World Series defending champ. The Oakland A's beat the Mets in game seven, five to two. Of course, that was Willie Mays playing on that last mm-hmm. that last Mets team. I was pulling for him hard, but uh, Willie had, uh, at 42 years of age, uh, was struggling through uh, that series. But uh, – Hate to see him leave. Uh, and basically, after that game, Dick Williams, the A's manager, quit. And, of course, the MVP of that series was Reggie Jackson. 
Elsewhere in 1973, uh, Fred Dreyer of then the Rams becomes the first player in NFL history to score two safeties in the same game. Elsewhere in 75, the Red Sox, Carlton Fitz hits that infamous home run in the 12th inning uh, to beat the Reds 7-6 in Game 6 of the World Series. Of course, the Reds go on to win the World Series uh, the next day. In 1976, our World Series defending champions, the Reds sweep the Yankees in a 7-2 game at Game 4 at Yankee Stadium. The MVP of the series, Johnny Bench. In 76, the Knicks retire their first number in the history of the franchise, uh, number 19, Willis Reed. Who can remember him limping out on the court for Game 7 in the 1970 game against the Lakers where uh, he had his first two shots, and I don't know, he came out the game. I don't think he came back in the game again, but propelled the Knicks to uh, their first NF, uh, NBA title. On this date in 1979, Ozzie Newsom begins a streak of 150 consecutive game receptions. I think that now is held by Jerry Rice. I can't remember the number, but uh, – Seemed like he caught a pass in every game for a decade or two. Elsewhere in 1980, the Phillies beat the Rawls uh, 4-1 to at Veterans Stadium to win uh, the series 4-2. to And the first franchise in the 98-year history of the Phillies, third baseman Mike Schmidt, the MVP of the series. In 1989, uh, Bertram uh, Lee and Peter uh, Bino uh, purchased the Denver Nuggets and uh, for $65 million, they become the first African-American owners of a major sports team here in the U.S. Elsewhere in 1998, uh, World Series, Yankees beat San Diego 3-0 in Game 4 at Qualcomm uh, Stadium to sweep the Padres in their second title in three years. Of course, uh, MVP, third baseman, Scott Brocious. In 2007, on this date, Tennessee kicker Rob uh, Baronis sets an NFL record for most points scored in a game with no touchdowns, he had 26 points and a 38-36 win over the Texans at Reliance Stadium in Houston. Birthdays today, the original chairman of the board celebrates a birthday today, and that's Hall of Fame pitcher Whitey Ford, uh, who was a 10-time All-Star and also a MVP, Cy Young Award winner in 62, uh, and also in 61, born in New York City. And also um, uh, born on this date uh, uh, former UL All-American and uh, U, uh, NFL safety, Orlando Thomas, born on this date in uh, Crowley, Louisiana, I do believe. And, of course, Orlando left us a few years ago. Uh, he uh, has one of the numbers at uh, UL that has been retired. And deaths, this, uh, speaking of deaths, uh, interesting one, Bud Adams Jr., NFL team owner of the Houston Oilers and Tennessee Titan, dies at 90 um, on this date in 2013, boy, he was real controversial, too, when he pulled the Allers out of Houston to go to uh, uh, Tennessee. But uh, anyway. He, he made his point, though, uh, that he was looking for a new stadium. And that's right. let's face it, those cookie-cutter stadiums were ridiculous. And uh, certainly understand his desire for a new facility. And then, sure enough, as soon as he leaves, Astro, uh, Houston says, yeah, we're going to build a new stadium. Yeah, that's right. And he did. Uh, and it was a young man. I think his infer- initial investment to buy the Houston Oilers uh, back in the old uh, AFL uh, was $25,000. Mm-hmm. He bought the Houston Oilers, uh, was the owner. And uh, I'm sure the Tennessee Titans today are worth a billion oh, or yeah. two. Oh, yeah. Getting a new stadium uh, themselves now. That's right. 
Anyway, quote of the day, I'm going to go back to Whitey Ford. Whitey Ford just, he, I don't think Ford threw more than 90 miles an hour, but uh, he just he had a great change of pace uh, and keeping hitters. Uh, it's all about timing. You want to keep a hitter's timing off. He, anyway, he stated, I never threw a spitter. Well, maybe once or twice when I really need to get a guy out real bad. <laughs> and uh, Whitey Ford was also gave Pete Rose his name, Charlie Hustle. Yeah. Uh, back in spring training in 63 when Rose was a rookie, uh, Mickey Mantle hit a shot uh, out of the home run out of right, down right field and uh, Rose racing back for it, uh, trying to jump. And the ball was like 50 feet over his head, trying to hit uh, <laughs> Whitey Ford. Who is that? Who is that Charlie Hustle? And that was Whitey Ford that gave Pete Rose his nickname, Charlie Hustle. That's today in sports history, October 21st, uh, here on this date. And, uh, Jeff, uh, if you don't have any other breaking headlines, uh, back to you. I'll just say uh, Ron Washington, New Orleanian, uh, first base coach or third base coach with the Braves, uh, being considered for the White Sox managerial. Interesting, you know, interesting. Uh, like to see that give, give him one more chance uh there grew up in the lower ninth ward too yeah. in new Orleans, no doubt uh, has had uh some issues with drugs but uh hopefully he's clean and uh, in a position to lead again we'll see i want to thank our sponsors jacob landry candidate for state representative district 49 that election next fall the headache and pain center swing insurance cane Row golf and turf club the quarter tavern la classic roofing Appreciate their support of Bayou Sports. News coming up brought to us by David Funeral Homes.